Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 413 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. Ooh, I got bumped way up for some reason. Didn't like that. All right. Before I get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like me on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash Studios and become a patron today. Carlos, you were just telling me something about our patrons. Do you remember what that was? Yeah. So, uh, like, our listeners may be aware if they listened to our last episode that, like, we're in the progress process of becoming uh, sommeliers. Sommeliers. Uh, sommeliers. Sommeliers, yeah. Sommeliers. Smally yeah. bees. Oh, like, we're, that, that, we, or are we, we sommelier bees right we now? Get, we become grade A afterwards. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. We work our way up the grades. Yeah. Uh, so we're but, right now sommeliers. But, like, uh, it turns out that uh, our, our all of our patrons are also already sommeliers. They're sommeliers? Sommelier areas. Sommeliers. Yeah, sommeliers. So yeah, it turns out they're already sommeliers, but not of wine drinking. Oh no, and oh, not of beer drinking either. Well, that's called that's called a cicerone. Well, that would explain why they're not. I mean, some of them are cicerones, but I uh, mean, yeah, maybe. But it actually, it's because they're sommeliers of cheese. Mmm, I think that's just called a cheesemonger. No, no, that's if you're like the Lord of Cheeses. Is your oh, okay, the yeah. Lord of Cheeses. Yeah, no, like they're, which this so, is also what you could, can call them if they're a cheese sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah, this is what I said. The French word is really fucking you up, isn't it? Yeah, I I don't have it written down in front of me, so I can't <laughs> I can't reference it. So I'm just like making it up every time I have to say it. You're like I know it's some something. It's kind of like uh, how like I'm really bad with names. And like where I try to over somebody's name, sometimes it's just a complete blank spot. There, this word is a blank spot that right. I just can't keep. Well, but yeah, so tell tell me about this uh, this cheese Somali uh, Somali air program that they've. Well, you know, they uh, basically they can even look at a stinky cheese and just know just how good that cheese is. They don't even have to try it, no matter how stinky it is. They just have to look at it. They just have to look at it. They don't have to smell it. Yeah, no, they don't even have to smell it. Like they just look at it. And, like, I'm going to take their word for it. I mean, I, I don't know. You're I, not going to eat the I, I, I'm not cheese? familiar with their, their technique, like, of them just looking at it from a distance with their nose uh, plugged and figuring out how good the cheese is. But oh. I'm going to take their word for it. I mean, I Because they're so. the ones with the licenses. Yeah. We're calling them sommeliers of cheese. Sommeliers. of cheese. Yeah. 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 That's the one. Yeah. They're also cheese lords. Oh, cheese lords, yeah. you say. Interesting. Well, if you like being a cheese lord or a sommelier or sommelier B of cheese, uh, you're a sommelier C even, uh, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Yeah, just like Cardi B used to be. A sommelier B. <sighs> that uh, frustrates me to <laughs> no end. Oh, man. Uh, I just realized I forgot something for the show. Okay. So, what have you been up to this week? So, I've been up to a couple things. Yeah? Just yeah. a couple? 
I even wrote it down. So like, Whoa. We didn't have another scenario of like, Carlos, is that really all you've been doing all week? <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of things that happen. Yeah. So uh, I had a, uh, a three-day weekend this week. That was nice. Oh, hell I mean, yeah. it was supposed to be a four-day weekend, yeah, except well. uh, and, and my it ended up my work hours ended up making it so it was more like I had uh, we squished a full week a day of work into four days, and then some. Um, so and then besides that, uh, so I decided to get into like getting good at making burgers this week. Yeah, yeah, you were on a burger kick all week. Yeah, so like I saw the. Uh, uh, what is it? The movie about or about cooking, the fine, the chef. Oh, uh, uh, the menu. The I saw menu. The, yeah, so I, saw the menu I went a on a burger ago. kick after so, watching yeah, the menu too. A couple too. weeks ago, I saw the menu. It was like, oh, this is really good, and like he makes a a, a really good burger at the end. Oh like, god, that burger looks like, so good. You know, I should be able to make a good burger because and, and like I found things out that I've been like making my burgers wrong for years. Like so, like some of the things, for example, that I've been doing wrong is. Like I have the hamburger meat, I have some seasoning. I put the seasoning on the hamburger meat, and then I mix it up. So I, I stop, flatten the meat, and like the make all the patties while with the hamburger with the uh, seasoning smooshed in there. Not supposed to do that. Yeah, it seizes the meat. And you're not supposed to season the meat. Yeah, well, it seizes it, so like it tightens, mm -hmm. and like it's uh, yeah. Well, like it's a uh, it's the salt is the problem. So like it just needed to be on the outside. So found that out. Uh, and like I've just been doing on a cast iron pan. And like uh, the first one I made was like, oh, this is really good. Like I sh like because I I was looking at like online tutorials, a couple of, like YouTube videos on how to improve my hamburger making skills. And then I started making Oklahoma burgers, which is actually the burger they did in the menu. And so like I have like too many onions right now, but no such thing as too many because onions. like so like the Oklahoma burger involves. Uh, as like a one side's cooking, you're smooshing in onions onto the other side of the burger, and then you flip it so it's gonna be cooking on those onions, and then like that's been great. It's uh, it's like imagine like a, uh, you know how uh, like a, a White Castle burger is like it's like there's like really onions are basically a part of it, like because mm -hmm. they just like they they steam the onions on it, like. yeah. So it's like that, except if it was made by somebody who wasn't trying to make fast food. Like, it's like, oh, this is like a, a delicacy, basically, as far as hamburgers go. Mm -hmm. uh, like I thought about making a morning burger this morning, like just like, get an egg on there. Oh, yeah. But that's that's, that's too much juggling of stuff to do, like, because you got to get the egg cooked right. And I, I'd want to use a different pan for that. Yeah, I would use the small cast iron that we have for the for the egg. Yeah, and I want to make it runny. And like, I'm not I, I don't know. While the burger's resting, you fry the egg because yeah. the egg takes uh, forty seconds yeah. to make. So you just do the egg last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, but it's just like trying to do, like I don't want to use the big cast iron pan for it because it's going to be too hot. Well, no, you use the small one. Yeah, I would have one. to. I would have to use a separate pan. Yeah, but yeah. like luckily we have four burners. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's what. So like I've been getting good at making hamburgers, and then like I haven't decided what my next thing to get good at is going to be. Because uh, I'm trying to figure out like a new food and like just try to rotate to get getting good at making let's see, stuff. Summertime. Um, let's see. We have a burner. You could you could like get really good at like outdoor stir fries. Like we have a wok. You could just like. Well, I, I'd rather just, like it's been a couple like over a year since I've had like a, made some uh, pork fried rice. So I'll probably just make that a couple times. But like I've done that before. Like, Maybe you could do it in a wok good. and get the wok. Hey. Like some homemade uh, uh, pork fried rice is fantastic. I haven't mm -hmm. done outside. I haven't decided yet. I'm gonna probably figure out soon. You get really good at brats. No, well, I mean that's that's simply you're heating up the brat. 
you have to you cook have the brat. Good, yeah, well, you got to cook the brat. I, I, I'm trying to. I I'm trying to give you ideas. This is, this You're just, just shooting this, them all down. Just something I got to figure out. I might try to master. Like I've been, made, I've made BLTs in the past. Maybe I'll try to like figure out a way to make BLTs really good mm. instead of just like oh, yeah, this pretty is good. good. Uh, and let's see what else. I also read. Uh, so I read a couple of comic books in the last couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Uh, I read. Uh, so there are two of them. One is called Superman seventy eight. Okay. The other one is Batman 89. So these are uh, comics that are kind of a continuation of the, in the case of the Superman 78, of like the Superman films, like the Superman 78. 78 was the year that the first Superman film with uh, Christopher Reeves came out. Uh, Batman 89 is the, because 1989 is the year that uh, that Michael Keaton film came out. And basically these are comics that follow up to, uh, like, like Superman 78 f- takes place after the Superman 2 movie. Uh, like as always, like all the other Superman co- movies after that are like in a question mark of continuity. Uh, and Batman '89 takes place after Batman Returns. So uh, in the case of like uh, uh, Superman '78, you, you we catch up with a uh, Gene Hack, like because all, all the characters have the same appearances of the movies. Oh, nice! So you have Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor, uh, fresh out of prison, uh, t- like he like as he like says he's got above genius level intellect, greatest criminal mind of our generation. And like he's like because you see like the first time you see him in the, in the comic is uh, he's like out of prison trying to get a job and uh, he's offered a, a gig at Cord Industries in the cafeteria. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not happy. like he doesn't. He's, of course, it's uh, Gene Hackman just being like like stone faced, not happy about it. And, yeah. Uh, Batman '89 was like follows up with uh, Michael Keaton a little bit gray around the edge. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Selena Kyle returns and. Uh, uh, if you, I don't know if you remember in the first, uh, in the first Batman '89 movie, uh, they had Harvey Dent in it. Oh yeah, played by Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. So in this one, it's Billy D. Williams again playing Two Face, playing Harvey Dent, and then becomes Two Face. And there's a uh, a young Robin that shows up, uh, played by uh, as like I think it was originally planned, a young Marlon Wayans. So the second one, or no, it was the Schumacher Batman that had uh, Two Face as yeah, that uh, Tommy Lee. Yeah, it was the okay. Two Face one. That that was the Schumacher one. Okay. No, the, the, this was the one that follows like the, like there was the one where uh, the last one was had Catwoman and the Penguin was uh, the movie wise was Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah, so like I really enjoyed it. I think I preferred, like as fun as Superman seventy eight was, I preferred Batman eighty nine a lot because like it was, because like, it was more like because um, like since Batman's more down to earth, it was more like what could have been as a movie instead. Yeah, like, it was like it's Superman seventy eight. It's like Superman's doing all this fantastical stuff. Is like that they could have never done with special right. effects. So yeah, that was those are some fun. That's reads. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Nope, just that. All right, now I have to like think back on this week. What is what have I been up to? Um, man, I feel like I just like kind of worked a lot this week. Um, it's really it. I uh, enjoyed the weather. I got on it for a bike ride yesterday. I went to a comedy show last night. Went oh, to yeah? yeah, I went to Comedy Underground in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, and saw uh, a couple of comedians that I totally cannot remember the names of right now. I will look that up real quick. Um. Who did I see last night? Ah! I bet it's not going to tell me because it is uh, in the past now and I can't yeah. go there again. Um, let me look up. Here we go. Uh, I saw Rosie, or uh, sorry, Brandy Posey and Rick Wood. Cool. Um, and yeah, there, there was a lot of fun. I haven't been to a live comedy show in years. And so it was really cool to like get back out there and 
Yeah, I, it's going to be something like, I, I want to like add it back into like the regular like date night rotation and mm-hmm. uh, do that. Um, and yeah, they were fantastic. A couple of comics from L.A. coming out. And uh, and then besides that Friday night, we went to the garage for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then went to Tattersall with Gordon. Yeah. Uh, this is your first time back since for a while, yeah. Uh, since they opened, right? Yeah, since so that I, time we went, I had the I had the ghost pepper jack burger. That was good. Like a, like it had like just the right amount of spice to that cheese. Yeah, uh, I learned that. Uh, like I had another like confirmation that we're getting fucking old, because the next morning, like we weren't hungover. Oh, yeah. But we were both up early because we both had miserable heartburn. Oh, yeah. No, like, I, didn't, <laughs> I did not sleep well. We were both like, uh, <laughs> just feeling super fucking old. <laughs> like, I've, I've had like burgers all week, but it was like just that combination of things from that night. And like, it was just like, I, it destroyed me. Yeah. <laughs> just I, I was not. Like I slept so long, like so well last night because I my sleep the previous night was so bad. Yeah, I slept pretty hard too. Um, and then I started getting back into VR a little bit again. Uh, they released a uh, an expansion to the Galaxy's Edge VR game, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they did it a while ago. But I'm getting around to playing it now, um, so I'm getting back into that. And I forgot how great that game is. That game is so much fun and super immersive. Uh, makes you feel like a like you know like you know a swashbuckling Star Wars character like grabbing like because uh, you have like you have holsters and then like you can upgrade and get like back holsters too so you, like you can like rip a shotgun off your back and start blasting dudes and then like you know pull a pistol out and yeah it's it's just a lot of fun uh, and then man I think that's about it I've been working on like some small electronics projects and things like that just the weather has been getting nice. Uh, I have to do a big yard cleanup next weekend. I have a. Uh, I'm gonna get the uh, the pressure washer out, get the deck ready for uh, pool time. Yeah. And clean up all the poop. Uh, yeah. Mostly uh, clean up all the poop. There's a lot of poop around there. There's a lot of poop. Miles been pooping all winter. It turns out. Yeah. It turns out he doesn't stop pooping. Nope. Two three times a day sometimes. Yeah. Oofta. Uh, but yeah, that's kind. That's kind of about it. Nothing too exciting. Uh, do we want to do the beer? Do you want to dive into next quarter mile? Let's do uh, next quarter mile. Let me, give me a little time to finish off this. Uh... All right. Um, so we are doing another. I'm, I'm trying to remember how we do these. Do we do um, segment conversation, segment conversation, big conversation, or what? Oh, for no, we're doing the qu- quarter mile first. Okay. Well, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to like for so. Oh, oh you mean all oh, the segments? No. Well, I think we just. Put all the segments off to after the... Uh, oh, you want to do all the segments at once? Yeah. I so mean, segment, it, segment, big segment. I mean, we could just do a quick segment. Like, uh, I have, like... So, uh, we have a couple of mini segments and, like, a big, uh, like, discussion. You were, we're, we're going we're going back to, like, the, the what we did while we, I was gone in uh, New Zealand. Yeah. We're going to do that. Um, oh, I also have a little thing. Uh, that can kind of... Yeah, that'll be my mini segment. We can do that as mm-hmm. my mini segment. So, like, I'll just do a, a quick a mini, my uh, first mini segment. So, today's uh, recording day is Easter, all right, of course. It is Easter. Uh, which I did not know until halfway through my 12 hours on Thursday. I was like, it just came up in, like, a discussion. I was like, oh, I had no idea. So, that's why I don't work this weekend. I've forgotten every or it wasn't, day. I, wasn't, yeah. I, I don't work on Friday. Uh, but, oh, I just, just, I just closed my notes. There we go. Uh, but so what is uh, so this is the day when you, all candy eggs of all sorts get hidden. 
But what is something that currently does not come in an egg that should? That doesn't come in a candy egg or doesn't come in an egg? <laughs> Just come in an egg. Something that doesn't come in an egg. Hey, it could be a, like, it is could this be, a riddle? It could be a candy egg. This no, feels like, like this a riddle. Is, no, this is a riddle. <laughs> this feels like what's the thing that comes in a candy like, what, like, a, like just imagine like like eggs, except like instead of like a, a if like it wasn't like a, and it could be a candy outer egg, or it could just be the shell that has something different inside of it. What is something that doesn't come in an egg form that but, should? That should. Um. Oh man. Uh. I think dinosaurs should come in an egg. Like, so when we were kids, there mm. was uh. I remember getting, like, it was, like, an egg thing, and, like, you'd open it, and there'd be, like, a little dinosaur inside or, like, a little toy inside. Yeah. Like, I think that should come back. So, like, there are some of them that, like, uh, would be, you'd put them in water. Yeah, and they'd grow. Yeah. Yeah. And those, like, they were cheap, they were dumb, but they were cool, Mm -hmm. because you'd, like, be able to watch it grow. Yeah. Dinosaurs should come in eggs. Like, I know that they do, but... But, like, actual real dinosaurs should be coming out of eggs? I mean, yeah, I would love some Jurassic Park nonsense to happen. <laughs> Dino a, DNA. Food's already expensive these days, so it t- costs so much to feed a dinosaur. Yeah, but how great would a brontosaurus steak be? Maybe. <laughs> how, long, <laughs> how long does it take them to get big? I don't know. How, I mean... Uh, I mean granted, once they get big, you're, you have food for the rest of your life. How long did it take a brontosaurus? <laughs> I don't know how, like, their best guess, I guess. Since, uh, how long does it take to raise a brontosaurus? <laughs> um, so I was, uh, I was looking, thinking of the question a little bit different. I was thinking about, like, what are some other foods that would, would be cool? Oh, hamburger should come in an egg. Oh, yeah, like, a, like it would be in the hamburger form. It would be, like, a bun on the outside, like, the shell, bun on the, then next layer would be bun. And then, like, food, like the. I want to open it up. I want to crack it open and have a hamburger. All right. Like, just an entire fucking hamburger. Yeah. Because you talked about cheeseburgers, and now I want one. Oh, yeah. Like, and like, I was thinking, like, pies, like an empanada that, or something like that, is like in an egg, and you just crack it open, and like, oh, you have your full breakfast already made in your shell. Why don't, like, so for that, why don't we just make empanadas in the shape of an egg, and then you just eat the whole thing, like Reese's eggs? Mm hmm. Um, like, wouldn't that be well, my, well, like, the thing is, like, if it's in a shell, you have, like, some extra, st- like, it's an extra storage. So, like, you have, like, a carton of them, and it's, like, it's, like... You would just cr- wrap them in foil, like an Easter, like a, like a Reese's egg. Oh, uh, yeah, you could do that. Uh, I think, I think that would be, like, what other, what other foods, instead of, like, what should be in an egg, what other foods should be egg-shaped for Easter to make Easter better instead of just ham? Uh, yeah, not ham. Ham, it doesn't even look it's like boring. an egg. It's boring. You gotta do something with the ham. And like like put it in an omelet. Easter is when they serve it, and it's served and slices of ham, and that's so boring. Kinda, yeah. Uh, also, Christmas is ham. Like, we just had yeah. a ham holiday. <laughs> yeah, like, we get two ham holidays in a row. Fucking, well, I guess there's a fa- Valentine's in there. And Valentine's, if you're serving ham at your Valentine's, find a new partner. Yeah. Because uh, one of you is an asshole, and it's the one who's serving ham. <laughs> 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 like, cheap, like, fucking cheaping out on Valentine's meat? Fuck you. <laughs> get get a sexier meat. There's nothing sexy about ham. Unless it's jamón ibérico. And then... That is a sexy-ass ham, and then I take back everything I said. Oh, here, I have another one. Sushi. 
egg sushi, like just sushi, sushi eggs. Yeah, that's a thing. Like that's literally a thing that you can go and get. Like oh. they're like, uh, what is it? It's like um, a dinosaur egg. I think is what they're called. Dinosaur egg sushi. Yeah, yeah, they're called dinosaur eggs. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, they're on the menu at like Sapporo. But think how much fresher they'd be if you also had like in the eps- uh, the outer layer of like keratin or whatever. And so you had like a, pa- a twelve pack of them in your fridge, kept safe and kept uh, like uh, kept in a good environment. So whenever you wanted it and to, it to be fresh, you crack open and you got that sushi ready to go. I mean, that sounds fucking delicious. Yeah. I, I mean, I would slurp down that sushi. Yeah. I'm guessing it's gonna be slurpy because it's in an egg. Oh, it's not gonna be slurpy. It'll be the the consistency of the sushi. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. good. I'd still munch on it then. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think that's a great idea. That's fantastic. Anything to get me more sushi. Yeah. Avocados, like peeled avocados, should be in an egg form because uh, then we'd have less avocado hand from people who apparently can't use knives. Avocado hand? You've not heard of avocado hand? No. It's uh, for idiots. Uh, so it's it's something that affects idiots when they try to cut an avocado in their palm and miss the pit in the middle and slice open their palm. I mean, that's dumb because, like, you're not supposed to cut stuff that way. I know. That's why I said it's for idiots. Yeah. Avocado hand. <laughs> what is avocado hand? Avocado hand is what we call call it when a person gets a laceration on the palm of their non-dominant hand. They are holding a knife in their dominant hand, and they're holding the avocado in their other hand. Bunch of dum-dums. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything. No, yeah, I, I'm out of, like, it's just a small discussion topic. My, yeah, well, mine's going to be Easter related, too. It's yeah, very exciting. I brought some New Zealand Easter candy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, Carlos, you know what time it is? Oh, I think so. The next quarter mile. The best intro music we've ever had. <laughs> All right, this is time for the next quarter mile, where we talk about the next quarter of the current Fast and the Furious movie that we're watching, which is F9. The Fast Saga, also known as Quick Load of the F5. Yep, and as we revealed last week, we are going to the release night of F10. Yeah. Fast 10, your seatbelts. Yeah. Which is not what it's called, but it should be. And we're just going to... I don't. I, we'll have to figure out a way to figure out what the when the core of the movie is going to be before the show starts because it's going to be. Because well, you should be able to look up the runtime. Yeah, uh, but also like I can't set an alarm to no, go. Up yeah, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll figure, figure out. something out. We'll we'll figure it out, and like we'll have to see it probably uh, at least twice. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's gonna be tough. Or maybe we just see it and then we give a quick review of it, and then we wait until it comes out on DVD and streaming to do our. Or we just see it in the theater four times. Four times. Oh, especially if it comes to town. Yeah, that would be the best way to do it because then we're not like then it's only like three bucks a shot. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a much better plan. Let's do it that way. And like, I'll have it. Like stuff comes to town pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like Mario's in town right now. Which is why like, I'm tempted, like, if I have a free night to go see Mario. I'm curious about it. But anyway, we have to do something first. So uh, first up on the docket is uh, we got 
the plot in 60 seconds, where the entire plot of the Fast and the Furious franchise from the very first movie all the way up to the current place where we are, which is halfway through F9, the Fast Saga. And the one doing it this week is Casey. So you got a minute to go through it all. Oh, man. I got a whole 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Man. Um, have we uh, have we talked about, um, after we're done with this, doing Gone in 60 Seconds as our... Yeah, no, I think okay. we, we've okay. talked about, like, uh, uh, the, the, like... Because we, that's where we got plot in 60 seconds. Because, yeah. like, it is a good movie. Or right. I have very fond attachment to that movie. <laughs> I don't know how good it is. <laughs> it's a great movie. I can no longer judge it. That's that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's where it I is I love now. it too much. Yeah. All right. So I'll cut you down. Three, two, one, go. Tuna fish. Brian races Dom and almost blows up his car. Dom accepts him and offers him a corona. Dom, Mia gives up Dom and friends so CB can bust Dom. CB lets Dom escape. Too fast for back with no longer cop Brian. FBI guy recruits him and Roman. There's a forgettable villain. Sean gets shipped to Tokyo. He makes a friend, meets Han, destroys Han's car. Han is murdered. Don shows up at the end. Back in time to the DR. Dom and fam are heisting. Letty dies. Dom returns. Brian is back and Mia's mad. Dom goes to prison. Dom is out of prison. In a real job. And Rio job goes bad. Indro Hobbs. The fam assembles. Hobbs switches sides. Letty lives, but she's with Sean Lennon. Twist Letty has amnesia. Bam. Letty's back with the fam. Mia shows up and they chase a plane. Giselle dies. Only Han cares. Sean attacks the fam. Dom is rescued by Mr. Nobody. Dom and Brian make a car fly. It's a street fight. Dom kills the chopper with a car. Cypher gets Dom to betray the fam. Cypher kills Elena. Dom's pissed. The fam goes to Russia to fight a submarine. The Shabros infiltrate and save Dom's son. Dom's back with the fam and blows up the submarine. Mr. Nobody's plane goes down. The fam tries to find him. Uh, Dom's brother shows up. He's working with Cypher. Mia shows up. Roman becomes self-aware. Han is alive. Helen Mirror helps. Dom finds Jacob. Fucking everyone is in this movie. And Corona's back, bitch. There you go. Good timing on that. You're right. It, it did have some Corona in it. So yeah, let's see. Uh, like we kick off uh, this uh, this uh, quarter with uh, like where we left off. In the middle of the conversation between Roman Tej and uh, the hacker uh, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. I knew it was something Egyptian. It's just I couldn't remember what it was. But uh, so yeah, and they uh, maybe uh, yeah maybe they are invincible. Tej is, and then Tej is <laughs> leading on. It's like maybe Roman's a dumbass. <laughs> but they are like he's, Roman has woken up in the Matrix, man. <laughs> uh, we see uh, Mia comes back because Jacob is her brother too. Uh, the before, movie did not before we that. get into oh, yeah. this, we have something very important to do. Oh, you're right, and it's uh, it's a segment that's almost as difficult, if not harder. Van plot in 60 you seconds. You are right. The 10 second car. So, this is very difficult. 10, sec- ten words describe the quarter of the movie that was just seen. So, here we go. The crew tracked down Jacob and tried to solve Han mystery. All right. Now we can continue. So, yeah. Uh, so, that Mia comes back. Uh, Jacob, because Jacob is her brother too. And the movie did not forget that. Like, there are some franchises out there that actually would have forgotten that yeah, he existed. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's just off screen with Brian the entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're, like even though, like, it's her own, like, brother, sudden surprise brother that nobody knew that they had. <laughs> Mia shows up. And Michelle Rodriguez is like, she had a right to know. 
And like, uh, there's a like an offhand mention about like uh, the kids being with Brian, and it seems like so forced because like it's uh, like logically, if anybody's seen any of these films, they would th- that's the first thing they think to is the kids are with Brian. Yeah, but like it's just uh, such an odd spot that Letty has the dialogue to say that like, br- they're with Brian. Well, yeah, and they always like they name drop Brian in every film ever yeah. since Paul Walker passed away. Like, and it's like it's getting increasingly awkward. <laughs> I don't know. Like the, it was just that one time was when yeah. it was bad. Like there, he's he's mentioned a little bit later. Like as in the being the safe house with the kids, and it's less awkward there. It's just this one spot where it just is out of left field. It was like there was an edit made just to make those like. But where are the kids? Well, have- that was probably like either a studio note or um, during like screenings. Mm-hmm. They were like somebody in the. But but where are the kids? Yeah. So we find out that the thing of the day. Is the Project Ares, which is basically, as Casey had to explain to me, it's God, like, I, because I thought it was just God's eye all over again. No, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's God's eye all over again. <laughs> it's God's eye all over again. But, uh, Tej's fucking line about Ares is the god of war, right? Well, if Jacob gets this, he's the god of damn near everything. Yeah. Well, it's in two halves, though, right now. They have, like, uh, he only has and one a key. Half. So that's three. That's three parts. Oh, there's a, oh, there's a, the key too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it. There's there's three. This is a three part MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like um, a bacon egg MacGuffin. And they find out from the transmission that Mister Nobody sent out that Han's death is connected somehow. Dun dun dun. Uh, we get a Dom flashback to prison, which that threw me off because at first, like when we were there, I didn't realize it was a flashback because they don't do anything special. For no, flashbacks. they don't. They don't do it. Like the transition is just a hard. There's cut. no no tinge to the, like the screen or anything. It's just like everything is like normal again. Yeah, and they're is, they're always like they're old cars, but like from like uh, two thousand always using old or, cars. or like nineties. Yes, <laughs> so like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it. I it's it's a really weird directorial choice not to. Not to like make anything, like no vignette, just no, in there, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that was strange. There's no visual tell. That it's it, just like there's like these like the, these like he's in prison. There's these two Mexican brothers that are talking to each other's back. And like, oh, this is just like those Spanish brothers. Oh, well, I, I, it is the Spanish brothers because like it's you have to remember like listeners that this has been a week since I saw the last quarter of the movie, so I forgot what Dom's uh, back like history his uh the the. Um, it was his old, his younger self looks like, because it's a different actor, uh, who's so, taller than the actor who oh, oh, plays. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then we see that Dom is with his old crew, and like you pointed it out, that and it was it's his whole. It's, they de-aged everybody. They de-aged else. everybody from the first movie, like uh, Vince and like the weird little nerdy kid, and Mia and Letty are there. Yeah, but it's just, but like. <laughs> Dom is not. I honestly didn't know that. Like, so this is the third time I've seen this movie, and this is the first time I really noticed that. I guess, like, it's cheaper to do it, like, just to do it a couple times instead of, like, just having it all Dom. And I, 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 I think, like, it's probably a better idea to have Dom, the young Dom, played by somebody else. Yeah. It's just a little bit jarring when you have it side to side with, like, weird, like, the. Well, I don't, I don't know if it else. was de-aged or they just got a bunch of lookalikes. Which is there are some good lookalikes then. Yeah, because they look exactly like the crew. Uh, and it's a little bit harder to do that for like the person doing Young Dom because um, it's yeah, like Vin Diesel is very distinctive looking. 
And you have to have somebody also, who's also a good actor. The best, the best part is, is it doesn't like the timeline doesn't quite mesh. No, like the timeline does not make any sense at all. <laughs> That's why I thought the why I think the next movie is about time travel. <laughs> it's itself, all the plot what, holes. What year is it? It's supposed to be like eighty something, right? Or eighty nine, ninety one, something like that. They could kill off Han so many more times to involve time travel. <laughs> what year uh, does F nine flash? Uh, all plot holes could be solved. All right. So the first flashback is eighty nine. But then, like, he goes to jail for a while, and then he's back. So there's potentially, like, so how long do you think Dom was in jail? Uh, four years. Or how long was Dom in jail? Well, I guess it might have been long, because, like, it it has got to be a little bit closer. Two years. Two years, okay. Yeah, so two years. So 91. So the young kid from Fast and the Furious, right, was nine years older than the flashback that we saw, and there's no <laughs> fucking way that that's true, because that kid was barely 18. Oh, maybe he just looks really young. <laughs> there's no way he was 11 in that fucking flashback. No, 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 no. He was 16 in the flashbook. It just turns out that he doesn't, like, look he just older doesn't at 26. Age. <laughs> <laughs> and Dom looked way old, and <laughs> so did Letty and Vince. Like it's like it's like the whole time, like through this movie, I've always, I, I just was assuming like if they bring in somebody as a new brother, that's an older brother. No, I had to look it up online. Dom is the older brother. Dom's the older brother. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like he has to be in the position of power. Yeah. He's in charge of the family. Which is, like, uh, I think why this comes into play, where when they get off, car- when Dom shows up in the car, and f- he's facing off with uh, Jacob, and they're about to race, uh, Dom is by far taller than <laughs> he's Jacob. He's, like, six inches taller than him. Like, Jacob is younger, but I'm assuming Jacob's already past his growth spurt. I mean, I don't know how growth spurt works in the <laughs> So I had, I had to look it up again. Uh, Dom, uh, uh, Vin Diesel, is 5'11". So he's not short. He's 5'11". And the, but uh, but uh, Jacob, 6'1". Oh. So it's, a, it's only a two-inch difference, but it's like half a foot difference in the scene. And that just was very bizarre because we all know John Cena is, like, is a tall person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then uh, we find out... Oh, so they're in a race. They're in, like, if, uh, and if Jacob... Wins, I guess he's gets welcomed back to the family, but like Dom's the one that's been gone, so I thought that was weird. That like Jacob's already been welcome, I thought, or maybe I, maybe things I, I I don't quite know how this how that works out. Uh, if, but if Jacob loses, he has to keep driving, and as always happens in these movies, like if I was expecting it to come out, like Jacob burns uh, like somebody was going to burn the nos out too soon, and as Jacob does, and like he screams no. Because I assume, at first I thought like he was going to do it on purpose, so and just leave, and yep. so. Uh, but no, he, no, uh, no, he just he he pulled a Brian yeah. and did Nos too soon. Yeah. So yeah, he so he like so Dom stops because he won, and Jacob keeps driving on, and that's the end of the flashpoint. And then we go back to Michael Rooker. Is, yep. He's always a fun uh, actor to have in the show. This scene was so fucking pointless. It, it like doesn't it, it accomplished 
fuck all except a Corona commercial. And find out where uh, where Jacob is. Yeah, but so the the way this scene goes, and because like, they didn't have biometrics on him, so they didn't know where he was. Well, right, well we're get, we'll get there. Uh, but this so the way this scene goes is fantastic because Michael Rooker's like, "You're wasting your time." Dom's like, "I know that you ra- that you took Jacob in." Michael Rooker's like. The worst thing you could do is take away a Toretto's family. But because we're sharing this corona and the history, here's where he is. And Tom's like, I'm not even going to take a sip of this beer. I'm going to set it down and waste it and walk off frame. And it is like, it's weird because like, I'm like half, half expecting, and maybe I wonder if there's like cuts where, where there are sort of like a versions of this where he does say more. Like I, I was assuming like, well, that's not what happened to Dom. Like he didn't kill your, your father. There's more to it than that. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Well, no, that has to come later in the film. Of course. Because right now Dom is still angry. We have yeah. angry Dom and then there has to be the reconciliatory Dom. Yeah. And then uh whichever whoever whichever villain is next to join the family. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jacob's in London, it turns out. And uh you find out also that Jacob had cut oh we cut to uh Tokyo. Tokyo Uh Jacob uh, cut, we found out Jacob had cut uh con- it, was, it was nice to see uh me and Letty talking a little bit yep. to each other. Over a bowl of ramen. Because like they've been together like because they were together in the the gang at the in the first film. Yep. So uh, yeah, but uh, Jacob cut contact with Mia, like because she stayed in contact for a year, and we and also find out that they they have to they were in the right spot because they, where they grabbed ramen and all of Tokyo to see a Mexican flag. Well, because everybody knows that uh, Tokyo was Hans Mexico. Yeah. Uh, so we all, and then we also see that uh, we see shitty driver Sean and his crew. Yeah, shitty driver Sean. And there's fun. Uh, it was fun to have them back. I would watch another movie with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so much better now than they were in Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just, uh, like, it looked like they're all having fun doing this, uh, this the, like, rocket car. So it was a Pontiac Fiero. Fiero with a rocket engine. <laughs> like, impressed? No. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like <laughs> just- Roman. They're just looking at this nonsense. <laughs> That's just so mean. And then Roman's like, your name is Twinkie? (laughs) I used to be. I I used to be. I don't don't go by that anymore. You ever did? (laughs) Uh, We see, uh, like, they have have this thing remote controlled, and they're blasting down the highway, like, as they're trying to race a jet. The jet wins, and they're all cheering. They're like, "Why are you cheering? The jet, you guys lost the jet." But it didn't explode. And then it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Back to the Future esque with like uh, it was just a remote, and then like just blasting yeah. this like weird looking car down. But uh, and they're like, "Dominic Toretto sent us." Who's Dominic Toretto? Yeah, from one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a little fun uh, little cutaway, and then we see uh, Mother Shaw. Uh, which I did not don't know if we got her name in the previous movie, but she's called Queenie. Yep. Uh, played by Helen Mirren again. Uh, and I, I, I always saw, assumed like she was like MI6 or MI5 or something. And no, nah, she's just she's just a criminal a underground. Yeah. yeah. And she like she's in the middle of stealing stuff, and we find out that she did a uh, she was in jail for a little bit too between movies. But uh, and apparently Dom's her favorite American. <laughs> she's older than that. 
uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Jacob. Is, oh, Jacob tells uh, Dom. With that, the douchiest European. Like, I keep forgetting how douchey this European dude is. Oh, yeah. There's a European uh, son of a dictator who uh, is working with uh, Jacob, who's like fin- bat- finishing right. backing it, who gives his people like good dental work. Good dental care. Yeah, that's not, that definitely can't be like foreshadowing anything. No. Uh, and but like uh, it's a spy. Like t- Jacob tells Dom, this is the spy game stuff is his world, and they pull a gun on each other. Well, he pulls a gun on Dom, but Dom takes it away and points the gun back at him. But they, he already pulls out another gun. Which is like that. I remember that was from the trailers. And then uh, like a SWAT team comes in and arrests Dom, take him away. Uh, but it turns out that uh, it's all old friends of uh, Dom, and they just pretended to be SWAT. Yeah, well, yeah, it was Cardi B and... Oh, was it Cardi B? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that's why you made a Cardi B joke earlier. Nope. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, who is this person? Who are they? Am I supposed to know who they are? No, no. They're, yeah. They, like, yeah, yeah, Cardi B wasn't in any of the things, but, right. like, it's it's heavily implied that, like, they met up uh, in the DR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see, uh, so Dom's not cop at Interpol. Me and me, we went back in Tokyo, me and Letty, and there's a, a girl of Han that, that's close with Han in this apartment. And then there's like a fight scene. This is a fun fight scene, actually. It's I, actually I, a really good fight scene. Yeah, it's a good fight scene. Like Letty just rides somebody out of a window, like down, to, smashing down onto like some stuff below. And then somebody, like some more goons come in. Somebody just shoots a bunch of times and just everybody dies. And it's not Roman, surprisingly. It's not Roman. Like, Roman would do that, too. <laughs> like, he would complain a lot first. Like, and then he'd str- do some ba- do some bad driving. But then he would just shoot everybody dead. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm convinced that Roman and Han are the same character. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because uh, Roman does not die. Has never died. Han dies over and over again. Han has never died. He has constantly died. No, he's just been thought to be dead. So in uh, Tokyo, he di- the Tokyo movie, he died. And then he died in a flashback. And he died in a flashback again. <laughs> That's three deaths. <laughs> <laughs> he died many times. Ah, uh, it didn't take. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I think there's time travel in the next movie. Yes. Because he, it's never quite the same death. Yes. Uh, we find out that... Uh, has not had. Oh, we. I made a note here that Roman has not yet had any snacks this film. Roman has not had any snacks this film. Yeah, he has not. Like we just noticed that like Roman hasn't eaten yet. So if there, if this movie does not have Roman eat anything at all, I'm gonna have to knock it points in the end. When we I know you, you were kind of pissed. I was like, it can't have. Like he's always oh, hungry, Roman. In my sixty seconds. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, Tej mentions that they're like they're doing um, "Where's Waldo in Harry Potter Land." Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, because they make it to Edinburgh in this. And, and they got they have his gun. A lot of stuff happened in this quarter. Yeah, oh, a lot. Like biometric, they have his biometrics. Oh god, like, there's they a lot of non- from a gun. There's a lot of nonsense in this. There's so much nonsense because the, using biometrics, you just open the shell, you know, and like uh, you run, running a a program and with his biometrics off the gun, they can narrow him down to a hundred meters. Here, in 80 to 100 meters. 80 to 100 meters. Unlike if like they had a tracking device planted on them, they would only maybe be able to find them. Otherwise, you could put it on something else and like leave them on goose chase. No, but they have the biometrics. 
Which is that's that's nonsense. Maybe use both. Maybe use both. And then there's a big electromagnet in a van. Yep. Uh, and Tej's uh, necklace uh, is a knockoff. Yeah. Uh, it is not made of silver. It is not. Yeah. And yeah, that's the uh, that's kind of the end. Yeah. It starts with uh, well, we see uh, Jacob on a zip line, and we'll figure out what happens next week. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah, that was fun. It was. I, I really like F nine. Like I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. It's been really a while it. since we had a quarter of the movie that got a lot of shit done. Yeah. It might have been too fast too furious that last had a, a quarter. It just went downhill afterwards. <laughs> too fast too furious had probably the best quarter of the series yeah. so far. Where like so much shit happened and then And just like shit and then it all out. Nothing happened. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I brought back some candy, uh, specifically, well, so some non-Easter candy and some Easter candy from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, the first thing, uh, that we're going to, uh, talk about, try, are something called Jaffa's. They're the little, um, uh, like red-orange, uh, balls in here. Go ahead and grab, grab a couple of those. So these are a New Zealand candy that are, um... So they're solid orange-flavored, uh, chocolate center with, like, a hard, like, candy shell. And they're one of the best candies I've ever had. Wait, what are they supposed to be? Uh, they're they're like a hard shell um, with orange-flavored chocolate in the middle. So that's orange-flavored chocolate. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. No, oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, in Dunedin, uh, every so much year, better than jelly beans, right? Uh, in Dunedin, every year. Um, they roll a bunch of these uh, down Baldwin Street, which is the world's steepest uh, residential street, as part of the Cadbury Chocolate Carnival. Hmm. And then, so New Zealand, I noticed, has a weird thing with licorice. Oh, dear. Yeah, okay, you got one. And so these are um, RJ's... Uh, licorice balls or eggs. Now these are an Easter candy, and it's milk chocolate and licorice. Man, that just sounds terrible. I'm gonna unwrap this little egg-shaped thing. Like it, yeah. It. I mean, honestly, I found them pretty good, but I kind of like licorice. But they're weird. It's definitely like not a normal, normal type of flavor. So like it's this licorice in like a crunchy form. Mm-hmm. But it's very like it's a very strong flavor. Yeah. But it's not like a lot of licorice. It's like bits of black licorice that's crunchy in the uh, chocolate egg. It's weird. It's not bad. It's interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. The first one I hated, and then I loved them. Hmm. <laughs> And then you can just have this for later. This is a, a candy I got from Air New Zealand. It's just a hard candy that was really good. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I have for my little like thing. I don't know. I brought snacks. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, I, I guess think I like I, th I think I like the red ball the red ball. Dude, thing. these Jaffa things are so fucking good. Like I'm really mad that they don't have them here in the states. It was like orange chocolate, like you know those like orange chocolate, like uh, or those chocolate oranges that you get around Christmas. 
Yep. It's like that kind of chocolate, but like in like a nice little bite size, so you don't have to eat an entire fucking orange. It's it, it reminds me of like what are those like uh, those like uh, those cert ball candies that are like uh, it starts with an S, like like not not skillet or like oh uh, oh god not cichlet 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 cichlets. Yeah, I haven't had a cichlet. So it's like cichlets, except a little bit larger and with a much better chocolate. Yeah, just way better. Yeah, everything about it's better. Uh, what's your favorite Easter candy? I think we've talked about it on the show before, but. I mean, like, a, a Reese's is a good standby, but I don't think it can be the best because, like, I mean, you can get, you just fucking get Reese's all year round. It's just like Reese's, like, in a, either in an egg shape or, uh, or, like, just like a small Reese's that you, like, you see at Halloween. So I'd actually say Skittles, not Skittles, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to. Starburst? Star, su- sweet Tarts. The animal shaped sweet tarts. Oh, the little uh, yeah, like the bunny ones. So they're and... they're extra smooth on the outside. They're the shape of uh, animals, and like sweet tarts are just fucking good. And it helps that you're you kind of limit sweet tarts to just one day of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'll... hardly anybody does uh, sweet tarts for Halloween. That's true. Or did Halloween? You know, I miss sprees. Are sprees still a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. They're okay, s- they're still. They're I like, haven't had sprees in years. Chewy sprees, not like it's a little bit harder to find. Okay, but chewy like, sprees were like they were like a fun treat, but like regular sprees were. No, like if big. you go to like a, a candy aisle and you see look for like the the theater size boxes, which are still dirt cheap somehow. Like it's still like oh yeah, I get four of these for four dollars. So it's like okay. I spend more time in candy aisles than I do. I'm going to not do that because I otherwise will always buy candy all the time because otherwise that's a dollar for a shit ton of candy. You know what I can't find anymore is the small bags of Reese's Pieces. Like if I want to get Reese's Pieces, I have to get like a giant fucking box of them. I just want like one of those like M&M size bag of Reese's Pieces, which I don't know if they make those anymore. So uh, I used to, uh, when I used to do like back when I was a teenager and I had uh, my gig was uh, land surveying. Uh, I would like it would be I'd have some I'd get a bunch of juicy fruit as my gum it was my gum of choice and I get chewy spree with chewy spree the best part of the chewy spree is like it's extra sour compared to regular spree when you're chewing them mm-hmm. but like as my gum lost flavor toss a couple of chewy spree in there that gum has got like a flavor Just for days regenerate re-energize your gum yeah Oh, dude, that's a candy idea. Gum genera- uh, generator, gum energizer, gum expansion packs. We call it generizer, and what it does is like you have you have your base gum, yeah. and then you just you, you can like top up the flavor to extreme. And the funny thing is, it costs more than it would cost to just get another. Damn piece of gum. right, it does. <laughs> How else are we going to make money? <laughs> it's an expansion pack. $4.99 for a horse, goddammit. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, like, I think one of the best gums I've ever had, though, uh, was, like, I think it was, like... I always like uh, the Z... Though, when they came in the Band-Aid tin, Zebra. It was, like, a... Uh, so Bubblicious. I think it was, like, a Beeman's chewing gum. What or was? Or Cloves chewing... No, it was... I think it was cloves chewing gum. What was the one that came in, uh, like, uh, was it Bubblicious? That came in, like, a big square? No, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it was Bubblicious that came in those, like, oh, and had all sorts of different flavors, including the con candy one, which was fun to eat. It was so good. 
Uh, so this then, is like a yeah. retro gum that I had like w- way back when I was a kid. Uh, like I think it's like a stale too because I, I think I don't know how long my mom had fa- where she found it because they were stale. Oh, Bubbleicious did the bubble tape too. It was, uh, but it was Beeman's gum. It, like it had like a really good flavor. Oh my god, a single, a single bubble tape, hubba bubba bubble tape on Amazon. Oh, I take that back. It's a pack of three. Never mind. How much do you think a pack of three is? Uh, probably eight ninety nine. Eight forty. Uh-huh. How oh, much do you think a pack of twelve is? Fifteen sixty five. Wow, I know twenty one eighty. Ah. Yeah, but you can get. Th- I mean, bubble tape. You can get you can get twenty four for thirty four dollars. I mean, but that's got nothing on Bazooka Joe. Oh my God, Bazooka Joe had a fucking comic book. It was so difficult to chew. It was the hardest fucking. Gum but to that chew. was an advantage because it made it last even longer. I was a I was a double bubble guy. Like I really liked double bubble. My problem would be I'd be keep tossing more and more double bubble into my mouth, and it, or like was it double bubble was the one that like also had a, was available in like a giant bucket. No, that's Bazooka Joe. We can get a bucket of two hundred and twenty-five. Uh, for sixteen dollars. <laughs> and that sounds great. Like, just some hard ass fucking gum. Kind of want to buy one. And you have a fun comic, and I think they had fun jokes on them too. <laughs> just sixteen dollars for two hundred and twenty-five Bazooka Joes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's. That's seven cents a Joe. Yeah. And there was always, of course, Big League Chew. Yeah, I never really got, like, I was never, like, a Big League Chew guy. Like, it was just gum in a different form. Yeah. Do they even make Big League Chew anymore? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Uh, They do. You can get a giant bucket of it. I'm noticing a theme. Oh, uh, oh no! They do balls now. Huh. Bigly chew gumballs. Why would I want that's, gumballs? No, you you want it in the like the. I need the chew. shredded. It, like like it's chewing tobacco. That's probably why they changed it so it's not like chewing tobacco at all. But like that was the, the that was the thing. It was like oh it was like, and uh, it was actually invented by a baseballer. Per, do uh, you, Portland Mavericks left-hander Rob Nelson. Do you remember um, the uh, the shredded beef jerky that came out? Yeah. From Jack Link's, like, that was... It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't, but it was... It looked so much like chewing tobacco. It and it so was, much. like, in the little tin, and... I still get the craving for it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little addicted to the... <laughs> to the Jack Link's chewing. <laughs> Jack Link's, uh... Chew. Uh, shredded jerky. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, jerky chew. I think. Can I can I buy this? Can I buy this right now? Is that is that, is that what's happening? <laughs> I can get a twenty four pack of Jack Link's jerky chew for forty dollars. Oh, that's that's way too much. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's uh, I, I honestly, it's not bad. It's five yeah. bucks an ounce. Yeah, for jerky, like. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was. I remember that being good because it was like you, like you kept the flavor with you because you weren't focused on like chewing the beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So for. Low end, uh, I found uh, beefjerkyhub.com. Yeah. Um, which gives us the average price of beef jerky right now. As of April 23, uh, the average cost of beef jerky is 250 An ounce? Yep. So that's about 20, uh, or it's, it's, it's about uh, two times uh, for, for, the, for the shredded jerky. Yeah. Uh, high end uh, jerky is an average price of three thirty three. Low end jerky uh, is about one fifty five. Yeah, but you can tell it's a low end jerky. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but apparently they have the number one uh, jerky as Jack Link's Bold Cracked Pepper Beef Jerky, which I think is uh, pretty fucking shit. Well, that's just that's just the regular black pepper jerky, right? Yeah, but like, why is that number one on their list? No, I, I don't think it should be. I think I can't remember what the uh, the jerky I usually get for camping, but that that's that that's a giant bag of jerky and it's fucking good. I I'd take that over uh, the uh, Jack Link's one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So we got a beer here. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a beer. I'm sorry. I got we got just we got into the weeds there. <laughs> we got into the weeds on the candy. All right. Yeah, we have a beer, and this is uh, Fugazi. Don't be fooled. This is the real dilly. You see that sparkle? Yup. Dry hopped adoringly with healthy portions of Shek Kazbek and with a lively carb for a soft lemon and heavy snap vibes. Our new crispy boy on tap, and for the first time ever in these fresh-ass cans in a store near you now. This is uh, Fugazi, Italian Pilsner, Italian-style Pilsner. From Blackstack Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota. A fantastic brewery making some dope-ass, fly-ass beers. Let's try this one. I'm not sure what, it, what like an Italian-style Pilsner does differently. Um, It's... Yeah, it's just like a Pilsner made in Italy. Yeah. Uh, I, so when you, when you go to, like, especially, I noticed this in the U.K., a lot of the like the loggers that they have on tap, like so, you'll get like an ale or a lager, and ales like it's a lot of like local British stuff, and then their loggers are usually uh, import either Heineken or um, Italian or Italian brands. Yeah, and it's just kind of like what they have on tap. They don't really have much else to add to that. Yeah, no, I know. I. I, I don't either. And then my mind just for some reason just got sidetracked thinking about work. That was know. that's really I, fucking I, weird. Uh, you know, this tastes good. Um, I feel like it's a little too light. That's weird it's to say for a pilsner. Like it's uh, like I like I like a little bit more to it than uh, it being like super light, but it's still still good. Yeah, so it's only four percent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like four percent on the dot. What do you think? 
Um, I like I enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this really like it throws me back to uh, nights when I had had probably six, seven, eight, nine uh, beers and you just needed something light to keep the night going. Yep. Uh, and switch to a lager for a little palate cleanser and then back to um, ales. Uh, it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's like a, a, a simple pilsner. It doesn't seem anything complicated. Uh, like it has it has a drink. has a really nice like hop flavor. Yeah, and then um, like, but there's also like this malty sweetness on the back end, and then it's just kind of it, then it empties out, mm-hmm. which is really nice. <sighs> right. Give me a number. Uh so it's Secret not bad. Asian man. It's not bad. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to give it a seven because I, I think generally when I go to a Pilsner, I want a little bit something more than this, but it's also not a bad Pilsner. It's still a good Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'd say seven is about where I'd give it mm-hmm. to. Like, I don't know. Well, maybe a six. Like it's, it's, it's hitting that spot for me right now, but I don't know if I'd buy this again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it a six. Like I would still buy this. Like, just cause like if I think about like a nice hot day, if I just need like a, a just a quick Pilsner, this is not a bad grab. I'd, I'd rather get like, um, little yellow pills or, yeah. um, like summit or something like that. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd mm-hmm. go that route instead of doing something like this or even three sheeps Pilsner. Um, Italian Pilsner is just not my favorite Pilsner. All right. All righty then. Um, well, Carlos, that brings us on to your topic. Yeah. So the final discussion topic of the night. Uh, so after, like, as I mentioned earlier, uh, after reading Superman 78 and Batman 89, I was thinking, what are some other franchises, games, stories, etc., that like maybe have like had continuations throughout the years, but should have a continuation based on a classic interpretation? For example, let me give you an example. Uh, uh, like Archie has been going on for all these years, and they have like all these like modern interpretations. But what if you had like a, a new Archie comic that came out, but it was like the Archie from the seventies, like a, just like a, like a parallel version of that. So there, there's okay. an example. Um, so I have, I have two video games that immediately came to mind. Uh, the first one is, is I'd like to see, um, a Majora's Mask style sequel to A Link to the Past. Okay. I know we, we kind of, sort of got one, um, with the spiritual remake, uh, oh God, A Link Between Worlds. Yeah. Which was good. I enjoyed it, but just something like more substantial. I don't remember what that was on. Was uh, that on Switch? Maybe 3DS. Was that 3DS? Okay. I think it was 3DS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see like a Majora, like just a full like quest. Like Majora's Mask, I think was the best. Like, it, well, it's one of the only true sequels that we've gotten, except for uh, the one with the trains, because um, that was a Spirit Tracks. But Spirit I thought that, I thought that was like still like not the same link. I thought that was still a different link. I, I, I thought like, that was Wind Waker. Like I thought that was like a descendant of him though. Oh, of the Wind Waker link. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't remember. Like a quick like descendant of it, but because like the because uh, that does not look like the same uh, Princess Zelda at all. Yeah. Granted, the like she had a lot of sun in the uh, the first game because she was a fucking pirate, <laughs> right? <laughs> she was the worst and the best Zelda at all time. Exactly. At the same time. Uh, 
And I would like maybe take that a little bit differently. Like, how about like a like we had the Ocarina of Time, and then we had Majora's Mask, and like Zelda was going in all different areas. What if there was a third one with that same link? With the same link after? Because like Majora's Mask was him like still being as a kid. What if there's a third one that was then the same link going through the long way of being old, like becoming an adult link? And it was just following him. That could be fun. Yeah. Like more like RPG style, like long form storytelling. Like it was, or as much story as those games had. Like they had yeah. some story. Yep. And he never did find uh, his missing fairy. Well, he he never did, had a fairy. That that was the, no no because like but thing. there was a fairy that showed up right and uh, that's Navi. Yeah, Navi showed up, but Navi wasn't there for uh, when he was George a child. Mask. Oh, for Majora's Mask. Because I yeah. thought that was I thought so. It was story. It was journey. Was he was on a journey for Navi because Navi went missing. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah, it's been a while since I've. Heard and then Majora's like Mask. all that nonsense happened in Majora's Mask. Yep. And yep. like the, you like it had some darker themes in there, and like you could just keep going because like, Ocarina of Time also had th- some darker themes, and you could yep. kind of keep going with it. Um, the other the other game I'd like to see, and I don't know if it's like not really like. I would just like to see it continue on, mm-hmm. uh, just because I'm curious what kind of nonsense they could get into. But Siphon Filter. Oh yeah, uh, we like the last one was a PSP game, and I'm like, I I want either like a full on remake of like the OG Siphon Filter games, or just like a continue on. I want to know what Leon's doing or uh, what uh, Gabriel's yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah, and what was the? It was Gabe and. There's Gabriel Logan. I can't remember who the other person's oh, people were. Because uh, there, there was two, like, in, in Siphon Filter 2, there was two playable characters. I only ever played the third one. Where No, that's you a played weird two one. a lot. No, there was three, because that's the one where, like, it's basically all, like, uh, like it's all, like, vignettes going on. Because it's, it's him flashing back. Oh, the yeah. I thought room. you played two, of, or just, no, the, just the mountain three. level in two. No, th- well, the mountain level is in three. There's a uh, there's a mountain level in three with a snowy that That's in two. Is it two that I play? Because like this is the one that opens up with a sniper level, and it also has a mountain level. So that's well, three. But uh, so Siphon Filter Two has like the long mountain level. Oh, yeah, it's not a long mountain level. I never beat the mountain level because I just couldn't beat it as a kid because it, it didn't give you guns, and I kept getting shot dead over and over again. But yeah, I, yeah, that was a. I remember that was a fun game and. So yeah, Siphon Filter Two. You played as Gabriel Logan. Um, and hang on. Oh wow, I forgot how bad these graphics were. Oh yeah. my god, they weren't great. That's the thing. Like we're now old enough. We're like like these are game things that came from the '90s, and it falls in this category. Teresa, Teresa, yeah. Because this is stuff that's like almost oh, thirty and, years old. Oh uh, yeah. So all right. So yeah, there was Teresa, um, Mara Aramov, and Lian Zing, and then Gabriel Logan. Yeah, I think Mara. I think in Siphon Filter Three, Mara might have been the guy that parachuted in. Uh, Mara was a girl. Oh, Gabriel Logan parachutes well, in. Oh, it was Gabriel that fl- parachuted yeah, Gabe, in. Yeah, Gabe uh, parachutes in in the all mountain right. level. Yeah. Because there's like a mine level or something that he parachuted into or something. He it's been like a, a lot. long time. Yeah. And like, man, we played, or at least I played the fuck out of those games, like even the multiplayer and stuff. But oh, man, they were rough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I was, there's was a lot of rough games, like Driver 2 back in the day. 
That was a rough driver game. too. But oh I had so much God. fun with it. But uh, I think let me think of like so I think one thing that like it'd be cool to see a continuation of like an old version, and like it's weird I, I can't really I, I would for one like if, if like Kevin Conroy was still around it'd be cool to see like a continuation of the Batman animated series from the nineties but before Batman Beyond just like like just him just a little bit older and technically also still in the nineties was Batman Beyond so <laughs> continuation of that too uh, but like that that's a little bit different though because like Justice League continued his like the Batman story further and like ended up wrapping up the Batman Beyond storyline back mm-hmm. and that was the 2000s uh, so I and like some of these things, like I'm getting, like X Men '97 is right. I can't Disney. believe that's like happening. that's the thing that's, <laughs> which is wild. Uh, I think it'd be cool. Like it came up to me like when we were ta- talking about Gum earlier, Bazooka Joe. Just <laughs> want a reboot of Bazooka Joe. No, it's not it. a reboot. Boot. It's a continuation, just in a different format oh, of yeah. the storyline. But it's all like it's all different now. He got back from the war. He lost his other eye. <laughs> <laughs> He's just blind. You're right. Maybe he did lose an eye. <laughs> he lost an arm, but he has a robotic replacement. It's a bazooka. And it kept you waiting. Like Metal Gear Solid. That <laughs> so was just Solid Snake. But that's what he was doing. He was like, <laughs> bazooka Joe is becoming Solid Snake? He was Solid Snake, and then he retired and came back from the military and just trying to live a normal life in this weird town where he was known as Bazooka Joe as a child. Bazooka Joe mows the lawn. Bazooka, Bazooka Joe has PTSD. <laughs> That's what they should have done to wrap up the series. It's just Bazooka Joe comes back from the war. From all the wars that he fought. Oh man, that could get real dark real fast. <laughs> well, he we already dealt with all the de- the dark stuff and then he just died this games. So Bazooka Joe? No, not Bazooka Joe. <laughs> Bazooka Joe like, has a joyful life. And he's the coolest kid in town. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Fuck. Bazooka. No. <laughs> Very confused. I thought Bazooka Joe was going to get dark. So uh, another thing that would be cool to see continue, and I, I think this might be less I bring up, is uh, and like it came back to mind after seeing the the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. I don't know if you ever saw that as a kid. Uh, I did not. That was because that would have been like caught on like well, would have it would have been before your it would have been how you'd had to have cable basically yeah to see like old reruns of this ancient show. Did not have the cable, but it was a uh, it was a weird show, but it was kind of fun. Just like kids in this mystical land trying to get by, and like a continuation of that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to see a continuation of the show Journeyman. Uh, that was a that w- that died in the 2007 writers' strike. Yeah. Uh, after half a season, that poor bastard's lost in time somewhere. And he, season two of Heroes, ne- Heroes never recovered. It did well. It was a good season. So, until the writers' strike. Well, and it just got. I, I've I've listened to like I recently listened to a podcast where they brought that up and how everybody talks about how uh, the writers' strike killed Heroes, and then they're like, yeah, but if you go and rewatch it. You realize that they used all of their ideas for the first 
uh, the first season and then didn't have any. Oh, no, no. They had to come up with more ideas. But I thought like the ideas that we saw in season two created that were interesting. Uh, Tim Crane. Yeah. But like the ideas that they had in the second season were interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Hero yeah. in the past, like de- dealing with like this um, guy who's fucking immortal, and that was cool. And then we fly, and like we see him again. But then it just says this weird storyline, and it ends and it ends up with like Peter's girlfriend is stuck in an, another timeline. Well, and then they just completely and then they delete the timeline. Yeah. they delete the timeline. So then she's just gone forever. Yeah, he. What was the last show that he's done? I remember they did like a webcomic too that started running parallel. Oh, he's 65. To it. He might just be retired now. For a writer for like TV? Tim Kring? Oh, yeah. He could be retired, but like for TV, like they stay on for a while, as long as for a long time. They're really uh, retired. Oh, looks like Treadstone for which is based on the, uh, the Jason Bourne oh, yeah. series. He's the creator of that. Oh, I forgot that show. Uh, is that so still happening? Uh, 10 episodes released in 2019. So then no. Uh, but hasn't officially been canceled. It's on the <laughs> USA Network, so who oh. knows? Yeah. It has a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Not great. Yeah. The first, like, that's that's one I'd like to see. Continuation of the original Bourne franchise. Before, I mean- before they jumped the shark with Jeremy Renner. Well, but then they came back. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I they, didn't see that they one. Did, I, I didn't see it either. <laughs> Never mind. They did the thing that I wanted. I didn't they, see they it. Turns it, out I didn't want it. They call it, it uh, Jason Bourne, I think. Well, I know what I need to watch this week. Yeah. Because I, I rewatched uh, uh, the first uh, Bourne Identity, mm-hmm. uh, or I guess Bourne Identity, on um, on the airplane. And oh my god, what a great film! It's very good. Just the shaky so cam. So good. Just the, the shaky, shaky cam. cam the like, but it's it's not as bad as I remembered. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's one of the later ones that got really bad. Like especially bad. I think one of the the uh, in the I think the third one. Maybe the third one. Where they're in the city, they're in a city, and like uh, or like they're in some other country. They city. just like just, they, I think so they just cops. couldn't afford a steady cam. Yeah, and. <laughs> So they're just like it's fine, and like it's different because it was at the at the time it was something new, right? They're and, they're, uh, and they're uh, and they're trying to sh- try, it was trying to show off how frantic things were. Well, but now no, we- and their 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 filmographer has Parkinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's bad. But nowadays we have like John Wick that's kind of pointing the way for what people are doing with action. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's, it's cool though that some things are coming back and some things like, uh, maybe they shouldn't come back. Like, maybe Bazooka Joe should not come back from being a mercenary and, uh, <laughs> and having just killed a lot of people and trying to go mow his lawn. Well, there is that. I mean, but still, the coolest cat in town. Coolest cat in town. At least that's what he keeps telling his wife. <laughs> <laughs> who's leaving him he's like you can't leave i'm the coolest that is a little too town. old little too old there <laughs> well you know i played metal gear solid five maybe that's what old snake was doing because like there's a there's a time gap there and maybe that's like when like everybody thought he was in a coma and there's like some story stuff to get into that it's basically you're not playing as a solid as a the uh boss uh, but maybe he, he went back 
And maybe he just couldn't handle it. So that it's like that he came back as Big Boss again, even though he had like a, an out already. He had Newt. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty good. I think we probably wrap I up. I think though. we can wrap it up. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and just email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Instagram at blindnewsstudios. And I'll see you guys next week.